0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of our podcast, Public Sector Heroes, where we get to talk to amazing leaders uh, across the government, as well as uh, all these amazing entrepreneurs and and change makers uh, that are really making a difference on really important social and public missions. Um, So today we have uh, two special guests uh, I'm super excited about. Uh, from Fitzframes. Uh, it's a company that is part of our uh, women led tech accelerator uh, as part of our partnership with Shatter Foundation uh, and Shatter Fund. Uh, so today we have Heidi Hertel. Uh, she's the founder of Fitzframes and great Gabriel Schlumberger, who's the CEO of Fitzframes. So uh, welcome to the podcast today.
1: Thank, Thank you sure for me. having us.
0: Great! So excited to have you here. Um, so we'll just jump in. You know, I like to do uh, very little talking during these because there's so much to learn from you. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about FitzFrame so uh, everyone knows your mission and what what you know what problem you're solving.
1: So we came to this industry um, as consu- consumers ourselves. Uh, basically, I've had kids in eyeglasses for a very long time since they were two and three years old um gabe's son has been glasses as well and buying glasses for kids is horrible it is disappointing it is inconvenient it is expensive and uh after going through this for a few years you know i started looking into um, whether i was just not finding the right company or, or what was happening and it turns out Uh, Everybody has been making glasses the same way basically for the last 100 years, which means it's basically this one-size-fits-all system where you're running back and forth to stores, you're trying things on your face, nothing really fits. It's hard to find one pair of glasses that is the right color and size and decent price, Um, and uh, that's basically because kids have kind of been overlooked in this industry for a long time, and parents have kind of been at the mercy of these obstacle companies. Um, So after going through this for a while, uh, I started researching and I got really interested to see if um, there's another solution that I could come up with uh, that would make sense. And it really wasn't until I learned about 3D printing um, as a means of actually making glasses, which I had no idea was even a possibility. Um, and the iPhone 10 came out, which had the true depth camera, which would allow you to do thousands of points of measurements in the face, that I realized if you put those two things together, you could actually have an amazing way of buying glasses, of shopping for glasses through your phone, of making it an actual fun experience for kids and parents, and do it at an affordable price where you could actually make the glasses in the United States um, and have it be completely different from what everybody else is doing. So fortunately, Gabe had the interest and the experience from Disney and Pixar to help me solve this. And so we built this app, which um, actually solves all these problems and it's been pretty amazing.
0: That's so awesome. And uh, um, just the idea, did you just jump out of bed one day and say, hey, I've got to <laughs> know iPhone 10, 3D. Uh, what oh, was it? yeah. Did you just get up and say, I'm going to do this?
1: No, it was really talking with people in the industry because I did a lot of research. I talked to people who you know are in design and optical and doctors and um, it kind of all came together at the same time. So Gabe likes to joke that the technology finally came caught up with my vision. Um, and it wasn't really until I think the the eye doctor handed me the ugliest pair of glasses you've ever seen for my two year old that I just said no <laughs> and <laughs> I thought I'm really going to solve this. And it took me a little bit, but I think the solution we came up with is pretty amazing.
0: That's great. That's great. So um, uh, I, I definitely have to get on the program and get on. And, and yes.
1: And that, that one was yeah. the big surprise was, you know, we developed this technology for kids. It actually works for everybody ages three and up and we have been just as popular if not more so with adults um, it turns out everybody's got a unique face right <laughs> that has unique dimensions and certain people that we didn't target um, we didn't realize you know this is such an issue for people who are african-american people who are asian-american kids with special needs um, who've had you know challenges with the way traditional classes fit are super excited about our solution and that for the first time they actually have glasses that fit them properly and they fit right out of the box you know after being sent straight to their home
0: yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. So underserved communities or, um, you know, I read a couple of articles on that, which is really kind of, uh, you know, something I know we care about a lot at Public Spend Forum. Um, so how, how are you addressing, you just mentioned a couple of examples, but those unique, let's call them use cases, <laughs> since we have somewhat of a tech audience too. Um, uh, what are those use cases where, you know, besides a kid needing a glass that you really, Kind of honed in on whether it's underserved communities or disaster etc could you talk to a couple of those
1: well, the first instance where we've really had a chance to kind of you know, use the technology in real time and change things and see if we could actually you know, make new designs in a few days, which is what we thought we could do, really happened during COVID. Um, you know, so there we kind of learned from doctors and nurses all over the country, you know, what did they need in terms of PPE and what you know, could we provide from our existing system to get something to them as soon as possible that would actually makes sense. And um, Gabe talked a little bit about it, but what we came up with was Fits Protect, which is protective prescription eyewear which doctors and nurses were desperately in need of, um, estimated about 60% of them uh, wear eyeglasses. And so they were having a hard time not only finding, you know, um, protective eyewear, but with prescription as well, after being, you know, on their feet, um, you know, hours and hours at a time. Um, And uh, Gabe can talk a little bit through the process, but it was pretty, it was pretty amazing. And what we came up with was pretty effective.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think the, and, and I was sort of trailing Heidi in this, as a parent of a son with glasses she had the luxury of having daughters um, who tended to be a little bit more responsible my son went through 11 pairs of glasses in a year um, and i turned to heidi and said there's got to be a better way she's like no no no. Is, the whole industry is broken but i have an idea um, and so that was sort of the genesis of fits. Um it makes a lot of sense when you're talking about people's faces um, everybody's face is different and so really it's an industry composed of edge use cases um, whereas the solution is really built for sort of a, a single, you know, an adult, uh, an adult white, uh, male, male bridge. Um, and whereas really everyone has a face that's a little bit different than everybody else's. Um, and so we saw this really surprisingly post-launch, uh, as Heidi mentioned, a bunch of our, uh, class being ordered by adults. Um, Early on in COVID, we were approached by a bunch of frontline medical workers, uh, doctors and nurses who were on the front lines, who were who said, hey, first of all, the supply chain is broken, so we can't get prescription protective eyewear anywhere. Um, but moreover, it's not really designed around the particular needs of COVID. We need more droplet protection. We need a little bit more coverage. Um, is there anything you can do to help? And, Amazingly, you know, in this kid's company that we had built uh, a vertically integrated solution um, to really suit the needs of kids, it turns out it's highly adaptable. Um, And so in about 11 days, we did seven prototypes. We were sending out uh, via FedEx overnight um, prototypes to doctors in New York, uh, in Tulsa, in Los Angeles, um, in Boston and getting feedback. And so we were adjusting the design, and we came up in under two weeks. Uh, we introduced Fits Protect, which is a protect protective uh, prescription eyewear. Um, covers uh, it actually because it's custom custom made to measure for your face. It covers uh, flush with your forehead, um, and it accommodates uh, it accommodates a mask, and it's really comfortable because these as Heidi mentioned, these people are on their feet for sometimes like twenty hours a day, um, and they need to have something that is not going to either fog up or or slip or or give them a headache after a couple of hours Um, and it was an amazing application for the technology we had built which was really uh intended to suit a totally different purpose and that's great
1: sorry because everything is 3d printed um you know basically they're printed in three different parts so they're they're really easy to clean, very easy to sterilize. And we can also put your name or whatever you'd like inside. So that keeps the frames from getting mixed up between uh, you know, doctors and nurses on duty.
0: That's great. Well, I might be asking getting a special request for you from my kids for put a, like a superhero logo or something on it. So <laughs> we do
1: have a, have a Batman look to them <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, you way for, great. for the people who are the true superheroes.
0: Well, talking about superheroes, um, you know, um, we have such amazing people in all our communities across, you know, the country, uh, but, but sometimes, you know, their needs go unmet. So I know you already touched on this, but I'd like to just just, just probe a little bit. Um, just talk about a little bit about the underserved communities and, and, and what, speci- you know, what specific challenges do they have and how are you addressing them?
1: So part of that is just getting vision exams to begin with Um, you know it's estimated that a lot of these kids in high poverty schools have never had an eye screening and for kids that have eye conditions and don't know it it can severely inhibit their learning and so oftentimes they're labeled as you know learning disabled behaviorally challenged um all kinds of things where they just think they're not good at school what they don't realize is that they simply can't see so it's it's a really tragic situation, and I actually got involved in that piece of it, you know, after learning that my kids needed glasses, and really not knowing it, only finding out because a teacher, you know, tipped me off that I should have their eyes examined after she saw one I looked a little different than the other one. So that's when I got involved with a group called Vision to Learn um, that does eye exams uh, and gives glasses to kids in need. So we're really interested in, in not only you know getting kids better glasses, but in educating parents on the importance of getting eyes checked early and often.
2: I think that, and then. So sort of corollary to that, um, if you live in a major metropolitan area or in a wealthy neighborhood, you probably have a couple of different options for kids' classes. You might not have a poor selection at um, those places. But if you live in either an impoverished area or particularly a rural area, your best option is probably two or three hours away. Um, And so we have a ton of customers who are in you know their closest option is about two is a, is a two hour uh, car or bus ride away um to get glasses and the big problem there is the kids they they grow out of glasses um, their prescription changes yeah. they change um or they sometimes lose or break them and having a just faster option a faster and easier option to get glasses that's also pretty reasonably priced um, has been key to them we get a ton of inbound sort of thank yous um from a lot of our customers because You know, for a lot of people, uh, we have you know, one person in a small town might get them and then everyone else finds out about them. So we'll have these little pockets. Um, and and we hear all the time, like, oh, it's a two hour drive to Walmart, I have to take the full day off work to go get my kids eye exam. And, and then I have to go back in two weeks to get their glasses fitted. And then three months later, I have to do it all over again. And so folks end up having to take a bunch of time off work, or they have challenges of transportation, we're just a much more accessible and we shoot to get people glasses. And in, in about a week, um, we're trying for under that, but uh, and we make them all in our factory in Youngstown, Ohio. So it's a great way to be able to get people glasses uh, anywhere in the country and about, you know, about as quickly as you possibly can.
1: And another group of people that we weren't expecting to be so interested in our classes, but are we are a really good fit for, unintended, um mm-hmm. are the elderly, you know, particularly during these times where a lot of them maybe don't want to go to the store, don't want to try foreign things on their faces, um, constantly need glasses, maybe they're losing them. Um, we are, you know, we're a really good solution. and again, they're lightweight, they're comfortable. You put your name inside your phone number. and uh, you know we found that people really, really like us.
0: That's great. And you know, I wouldn't have thought about some of the issues you highlighted. But it just goes to show there's so many kind of unmet needs. And so it's great that you're doing something about this. And it has a huge implication, right? You don't have glasses, you can't learn properly, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so great. Um, talk about, uh, you know, we've got a lot of people that uh, focus on tech and looking at emerging solutions, et cetera. And uh, you talked about 3D manufacturing. Can you just talk a little bit about that in terms of the technology and how you're using it to uh, really kind of, again, you've talked about the use cases, but how flexible is it? How adaptable is it as you continue to come across different use cases?
2: It's kind of amazing. And honestly, uh, you know, we we sort of joke that glass has been made the the same way for roughly the last hundred years. You have a big sheet of acetate and a metal dye and you punch out the glasses and then uh, you throw away a tremendous amount of scrap. Um, For the next hundred years, this is the way the glasses are gonna be made um it really is um it really is a, a sort of earth <laughs> earth shattering and uh, and game changing solution so yeah. and, and i think that particularly for something that fits on your face why would everybody have the same size of glasses if it's something if everyone has a different shape of face um you know you might have one ear that's slightly higher than the other and uh I honestly even, you know, as somebody who's pretty well served in the market, um, I struggled to find glasses that, that really fit me. Um, we sort of came to it first as consumers um, and we were really looking for a solution. And it was really, I think that, um, you know, Heidi, Heidi jokes that uh, technology finally caught up with her vision, but it, it's really true. Um, three, four years ago, this wasn't really a possibility. Um, the 3D printing additive manufacturing technology has matured to a degree that it's just starting to come out of what was traditionally used for sort of prototyping into actual manufacturing for um, finished consumer goods. Um, and so, and, there are certain pockets of it around the country um we're in youngstown ohio which is a fantastic uh, place there was a big investment in smart manufacturing at uh through america makes and through uh, uh the youngstown business incubator and through ysu and so you have a great ecosystem of folks who are really into this uh um into the technology it's incredibly flexible um it has its own uh, nuances that you had to figure out there was no we looked very hard uh, for a sort of turnkey off-the-shelf solution for either our app or for our back-end system or for the uh the added manufacturing it didn't really exist so we had to build pretty much uh, the entire pipeline ourselves we had some great partners um both in in ybi who really sort of uh, held our hand through the process um and eos who's our printer manufacturer and dimension who's our uh, our finishing uh, um I'm finishing a partner but i think that the amazing thing is it, it is such an incredibly flexible solution um, and every single pair of glasses is unique i think there's 28 billion different combinations uh, um, in our glasses we increment um, 16 different parameters on a millimeter by millimeter basis um, really to solve sort of fit but the cool thing about that is it's highly adaptable so for folks with who have hearing aids you can have uh a notch in the temples or for somebody who needs to fit something underneath goggles you can uh, change the shape of the glasses independent of the fit Um, and uh, it's really we're just beginning to uh, scratch the surface of all the cool things that we can do
0: that's great and sounds like it and and i'm sure you know you're just scratching like you said the tip of the surface so um well um last question public sector and, uh, you know, uh, you're talking to a number of local, state, federal agencies. Um, I'm sure there's others around the world. Um, uh, What is your um, any any advice for them on how they can access you? And, and, uh, you know, uh, I know we didn't talk a bunch about disasters. And uh, that's obviously a growing need. But but what types of agencies or um, users do you see in kind of public sector agencies that that should be reaching out to you?
1: Yeah, that's honestly um, what we're trying to figure out because you've got this amazing solution. You know yeah. we can we can basically make tailor to whatever you need. Um, like you're saying, if there's a disaster somewhere and you need glasses, you know, this is the easiest way that you can get custom made glasses that you know exactly what you're getting. You do the virtual trying, you pick the style, you pick the color, you know it's going to fit you out of the box, you can get your prescription for you. So that's kind of what we would love to have that conversation, you know, whether it's Department of Education and just getting, you know, reasonably priced glasses to kids, which have shown to, you know, increase their uh, academic success substantially um whether it's people in the military maybe they're in a base somewhere far away as gabe said you know from anywhere close by to be able to get glasses we can take care of that and maybe even get you know people to do eye exams on the spot um maybe you're a pilot and you, you need know, sunglasses and we can you know design specifically design ones that go under your helmet um so we can do all different kinds of things that's kind of what we're working on now is just we're, we're excited to talk to whoever wants to talk to us to figure out how we can work with you how we can help and and all of that
2: yeah, I, I've, I have unfortunately a little bit of a sort of first-hand experience on, on disasters. Uh, my, I grew up in Santa Rosa and uh, my mom and my dad and stepmother all lost their homes during the Tubbs fire up there. And uh, we got a call from uh, my dad and stepmom from the Red Cross shelter and they said we, we left our glasses in the house. Um, and so we were able to get them glasses uh, in about four days um on an expedited basis I think that because of our flexibility anywhere you can get a FedEx truck we can get glasses pretty quickly Um, and we can also um and we it's not a heavy lift um and because we're deploying from uh from the middle of the country we can get it to almost anywhere really really quickly um and with a a custom solution especially if you have your prescription already on file it's that much faster um but otherwise we can get your prescription from your doctor so in a lot of cases i think that there's we've had a lot of ad hoc use of people who have been in uh difficult circumstances whether it's uh um, displaced by fires in the west or floods in the east um who have needed glasses um and we've just been a really quick fast turnkey solution for them um but i think that and heidi alluded to it as well um the the and you know for military families that are maybe forward deployed we can get you glasses uh you don't necessarily have to be at the optometrist's office or you know you're on a base that doesn't necessarily have one um we can you know we can sort of chase you with uh with uh with fedex um but i think the again to the point of we've really you know we've done a few custom applications um whether it was fist protect or a few custom applications with the glasses themselves but we've only just begun to uh, scratch the surface of what we can do and so i think that there are probably things out there and needs out there that are unmet that we haven't even thought of in terms of custom applications And it's very easy for us to spin up a uh, a custom pair of glasses or eyewear that's specifically suited to a specific application um and so uh, we'd love to hear from you Great. Well, thank you. And
0: uh, thanks for all your amazing and inspiring work. And uh, uh, I just can't wait to see what other kind of ways that, you know, we can uh, benefit from your technology and kind of what you're doing. So thank you. you. And and we need
1: to get. Sorry, we need to at least get you in a pair of blue light glasses because even if you don't need prescription glasses, that's one thing we found that people are loving is you know, we're all spending all this extra time on screens, and the glasses really do actually help, you know, prevent um, all that emission coming from the screens, protect sleep cycles, your melatonin levels, and all of that. All right,
0: I can use both uh, sleep, more sleep, and uh, <laughs> I am actually uh, mostly blind, so I <laughs> <laughs>
1: will we'll give you both. <laughs>
0: But thank you so much. And uh, I look forward to, of course, continuing uh, our work together and uh, just just seeing where you all go. So thank you. It great. Thank, thank you. you.